baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And we are live in Fort Myers, Florida, leading you up to Twins Baseball here on CCO. First pitch. Uh, right, at, I think it's 5.08 is when the first pitch is. The Twins and the Gophers, Dan. Should be a fun uh, opportunity for, for the uh, young lads, for sure, from the Gophers squad. Young lads from the Gophers squad and some uh, promising youngsters for the Twins, too. Brooks Lee in the lineup tonight. He's uh, uh, leading... Uh, 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 first leadoff lead hitter. hitter. There you go. You got. You got. I there. got there. Brooks Lee and uh, Jose Miranda. Also Jose Miranda, Matt Walner, yep. Christian Vasquez, Trevor Larnick. So uh, the lineup is out. Chris Paddock on the hill. Uh, some sadness that we are not going to see uh, <laughs> Johan Duran. Right. Duran is, uh, it, it would be something to see a college batter facing 103 miles, 100, 300, mile, 100, miles. something. Hour. He threw on the backfields today, apparently, so he's yeah. not going to be in the game tonight. All right. Well, that broadcast should be special. Yesterday, we spoke with uh, the Gophers uh, head uh, manager, the manager of the Gophers uh, baseball team, John Anderson, in his final season. He's retiring 50 years at the U. Uh, so it should be a fun night. Glenn Perkins uh, played for John at the U, and uh, he'll be there tonight, as did Paul Molitor and Paul. Uh, Paul and Glenn and John were part of a breakfast in Naples, Florida, that I was at this morning, and a uh, pretty cool moment. I suspect things. the Twins have uh, more than a couple of surprises in store for, Correct. for Coach Anderson. He's just absolutely a legend at the university, and uh, glad to have him for that one final year. Royce Lewis has uh, become an incredible star for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, what an electric performance in the playoffs from him with those two home runs. Just the king of the grand slam for the team in the second half of the season especially. And he's also emerging as a, a fan favorite because of his uh, charisma, his smile, his generous heart as well. We had a chance to chat with Royce in the clubhouse here in Flor Fort Myers. What are, what are we all learning here? What are we? This is our bat weight. Oh, the bat weight scale. Look at that. 31. 31? Well, this is more than 30 and a half. We're weighing the bats to make sure it's correct or what? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, we're weighing the bats to make sure they're correct. Because <laughs> they mark it on it, but, but you never really know, right? Yeah, we're also just trying to learn what we like. Uh, like what size? So what size bat do you usually go with? 30 and a half. 30 and a half. Mm -hmm. And so do you experiment in training with like a different weight or what? This is our first time using it. So this is your first cool. time? Yeah. yeah oh, that's fine. why we're excited about it. This is like the same scale I use in my kitchen. Like For your food? <laughs> you know, make sure I'm not eating too much, right? Absolutely. All right. What do we got? 31.2. Yeah. Roundup. Pretty close. It's pretty close. The tape sort of changes the weight a little bit, I guess. It does, yeah. So that's why I want to see what I'm using. So. Pretty interesting. So what's it say on the bat? 30 and a half. 30 and a half. Huh. This is also like a year-old bat. so It, it wears usually, down. Yeah, the density it just gets thicker and heavier, I guess, from the humidity. D the details like that, for you, like, 
is that fun? Are you? Do you get into like the nerdy aspect of it? The little, you know, tenth uh, of a tenth of an ounce. I am today. This is our first day. <laughs> Just so today. We'll see. Like, I'm not gonna like base my. I like if I like it bad, I'll be like, hey, I liked that weight, but right. Uh, yeah, some. It's not gonna be perfect. I, it is sort of the interesting dynamic of baseball, right? Like, there's science for sure, but some of it still has to be like, how's it feel? How am I feeling? Yeah, all of it for me. Yeah. yeah. Most of it is that for you. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Royce, you have uh, obviously had an amazing season. The fan base has just gone crazy for you. What, you know, last year when we were talking right in this same spot, you were focused on, like, rehabbing and making the team. What do you? What is different this year compared to last last spring training? Um, honestly, nothing. You know, I'm, I still got to work my butt off to, you know, prove that I belong here. And, uh, and my long-term goal is to, you know, just continue to get better each and every year. Um, whether that's offensively, defensively, running bases, uh, just the entirety of the game. I feel like you always get better. Um, you know, as some of these veterans have told me before, I'm, I'm still learning myself how to get better because there's ways to get better at, you know, 35, 36 years old. I mean, look at Nelson Cruz. This guy looked like he got better every year. and uh, He had one of the best career years he's had at 30, I think it was 37 or 38 with the Twins. And so uh, learning from guys like that who are still learning at 37, I'm only 24. So, yeah, I have a lot to learn. And I'm looking forward to continuing to grow. We were talking with Pablo Lopez, and he was talking about just sort of the different mindset in the locker room this year because you guys had a taste mm-hmm. uh, of victory in the postseason, but it was only a taste. Yeah. Are you seeing that that hunger, that desire for more? Absolutely, yeah. I, I feel like we, we were that close to winning uh, you know, a World Series. Um, and that taste and that hunger, like you said, that desire for more, um, we're right there. So we need, we, if we were seven more games in, I think we would have had it. But... Um, you know, we gotta we gotta beat each team, you know, in each series and and win it out. And I think we learned a lot, and uh, we have the right people to continue to learn and grow, um, and and just get better. And I'm excited. Hardest spring training, of course, is looking at like what you did well, mm-hmm. but also what you can improve on. When you think of your game, what are the things you're really trying to focus on? Um, you know, for me, I feel like in in the batter's box, just owning owning what I do uh, best and my approach and. Um, just continuing to learn there how to simplify um, and just be more consistent, of course. Every day is you want to try to repeat what you could do at your best, um, which is the hardest thing to do, right. it, it, really, in, in any sport. Uh, that's everyone's trying to do is repeat at a high level. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm doing every day, each and every day. And then defensively, uh, taking as many reps as I can to get uh, as comfortable as I can at third base. How much does nutrition sort of fit into your preparation as a Twins player? Uh, you know, it's huge. You know, what do you, you eat? Right. What do you eat, Royce, is what I'm asking. What yeah. do you have? What's your diet like usually? Uh, you know, honestly, you got to go with the flow sometimes when you're traveling. You know, sometimes you get in late and it's 11 o'clock at night or later and you just got to go with what's available. And sometimes that is like a, a pizza or fast food because that's what's available. That's the yeah. only thing that's uh, open. And so you got to... You know, a lot of guys, you learn to try to be more prepared and bring some, you know, bananas, apples, snacks, whatever it may be, because it's it's really hard as a player to, like, eat right when you're getting in at such late times on the road or travel. Anybody who travels, right, it's the same challenge. It's the same challenge, yeah, especially when you travel. Like, uh, just basic airfare uh, for me to come down here to Fort Myers, I was like, you're stuck on a plane for three hours. You're right. getting, you know, animal crackers and little <laughs> peanuts and pretzels. It's like you got to try your best to, um, you know, bring your own snacks. And right. you just got to be prepared. And so that's that's the kind of stuff for me that uh, it's hard. It's a hard challenge, but it, it's definitely important. 
uh, spring training routine? Like, how early do you get here? What's the what's a typical day like for you? Yeah, I don't want to uh, mess with the clubhouse guys, but they, they say the clubhouse opens at eight, so I try to get here right around eight, as close as I can to eight. Um, whether that's right at eight, seven fifty, eight oh five, that's our goal. I don't want to, you know, they put it up there for a reason. It's spring training, and they need to rest up as well. They're here all day, so uh, we appreciate what they do. And, and for me, I'm just going to listen what they offer. And so eight o'clock, and then I'm here until. Uh, I mean, yesterday I got out at 4:30, so it just—it's a long day. Um, Rates, meetings, what kind of stuff? Do you work yeah, on? meetings, uh, lifting, running, conditioning, PT, uh, and then of course your baseball stuff outside. And so all that combined—it's, you know, I always tell people between off-season and spring training, it's way harder because that's all the practice. I love the games. So in this season, it's the best time ever because you just show up, you go play your game, and you enjoy baseball in the game and uh, living the dream that you've been uh, working so hard to get to. You, uh, at the Diamond Awards this year, absolutely, I think, blew me away and blew away the crowd when you came up with your fiancé and donated a dinner and raised $10,000. What, what kind of what was going on uh, for you that moment? Because I asked afterwards, I'm like, this wasn't a setup, right? Yeah, it no. was not a setup. Yeah, no, 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 I wasn't put up to it. We, we just felt like uh, it was something that I can donate some of my time because we you know, we felt like we wanted to help in any way we could, and um, financially, it just wasn't didn't make sense, especially with the wedding coming up this year. We got we got other plans for ourselves, but um, just personal stuff. But uh, you know, I felt like if I can donate my time, maybe it'll help raise a little bit more money. Um, in a way, that would be the money that I tried to donate to the to the cause. And um, yeah, we were lucky enough; it worked out to be a higher number than just uh, ten bucks. Is there something that sort of goes on? I mean, obviously, you're a young guy. You've come on with the team. But as you go from being like a prospect to a young player to a leader, is there is that something you think about at all? Uh, no, no. I still feel like uh, I'm a rookie here. So <laughs> so I'm like on edge and walking my eggshells and stuff and just making sure I don't step on anyone's toes and do anything wrong. And so um, with that being said, it's, it's uh, you know, you just make sure you're doing everything right. You double check, make sure like, is that okay? Can I do this? And um, so it's, you know, it's still hard. And like yeah. you said, like, I don't feel any different. I don't feel like nothing's changed. I feel like it's all the same group of guys that we got here. And um, obviously the guys that left, I'm, I'll miss them um, from a friend standpoint, selfishly. Um, but, you know, it's the game of baseball. It's part of the business and we'll move on. And our team's looking just as good, if not better. And we're looking forward to uh, making another run. Where, where does the humbleness come from, Bryce? I mean, I, I, I treat people how I want to be treated. So, uh, and I don't, I hate when people look at themselves above, the, above others and, um, I feel like yeah, I also am surrounded by such great, amazing players and people um, to learn from and who do it the right way, such as like Carlos Correa, Pablo Lopez, Byron Buxton, uh, Max Kepler, Jorge Polanco, all these guys. No one thinks of themselves more highly you know, or above anyone else here. And uh, we all treat others like we want to be treated. And that's why I love this, this team, this organization, um, because it starts honestly with the Polad family um, in the front office, really. Uh, and it trickles all the way down to us. And and we just are able to spread that love and, and that share to the community. So yeah. It does seem unique uh, yeah. in sports. Absolutely. It's, it's a rarity, and when you're a part of a system that's like that, it's truly special, and uh, we just take advantage of each and every day. We always talk about it. It feels like an actual family environment here uh, versus some other teams. I talk to some other buddies of mine that are on other teams, and they say, oh, it's not like that here. So, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you could just tell, you know, and then you see the chemistry is different as well, and I think that's what helps build a great team uh, in it for us especially. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, Bryce. Appreciate it. Good to see you. 
Good conversation with Royce Lewis. Always fun talking to him, and uh, certainly hopes are high for him this season. It's 420. We'll take a break live from Florida here on Drive Time with DeRussia. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. When you come out here to spring training in Florida, you are surrounded by Minnesotans. They are everywhere. They are in Fort Myers Beach, where we are now. They are here at the Margaritaville Resort, and certainly they're over at Hammond Stadium in Fort Myers. We caught up with, well, let's just say these were a couple of CCO Radio super fans. How you guys doing? Good, we're from WCCO Radio in the Twin Cities. Hey, Jason, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? How about this one? It's Jason to Russia. Hey, all right. Can we ask you guys a couple questions well, for the yes. radio? Heck yes. What's your so, name? I'm Lyle Ramble. This is Londa. This is Tammy Sanderson, and this is Del Sanderson. Former Minnesotans that now live in South Dakota. Ah, yeah. you guys went to South Dakota, huh? Yeah, these two. Yeah, but we're we're You're still, still Minnesota. Yeah, we live in Glenwood. You've been out to oh, see, you've yeah. been out to Lake Minnewaska. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> What's it like being here? Oh, we love it. What do you say, dear? I, I like it, but he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what marriage is about, right? You sort of figure out, like, all right, I like it. He yeah. would spend every day, all day here. Lyle would spend every day, all day. What do you What do you love about it, Lyle? Well, it's baseball, man. This is springtime. This is new, renewed hope, right? Nothing but hope. Last <laughs> season uh, was so exciting, so special. You sort of feel like it gave us a taste. You hope it gave these guys Absolutely. A taste. We were there. I had, um, my wife and I were at the one of the Houston games, and I was at both Toronto games with a buddy of mine. It was awesome. Target Field was unbelievable. It was great. Yeah, I was at that first Toronto game with my 16-year-old. Yeah. And you just think, like, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life, and so will he. I'm sure you don't remember this, but when you were doing, you were on the field in the pregame, and my wife and I came down and waved and said hi to you because we heard we were listening to you on CCO on the way to the ballpark. I love it. I love it. I do remember that because it was a little chilly, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. This is a little nicer yeah. Right, yeah. than this one. This is pretty nice. So, so how do you like doing uh, radio now, no TV? It's, I, I love it. I don't have to wear makeup anymore. I don't well, have to wake up. A little beard, you, a little you cover it up. You don't need up at no more two thirty in the morning. It's oh, pretty yeah. good. I get good. you know. No, we do follow you <laughs> all the time. Well, That's thank a, you. You yeah. got you got a ball here. Yeah, so I was sitting here and I got it from uh, God. I'm trying to think of who hit it over here. Um, so pretty good, fun, fun couple. I love the uh, fact that they just started interviewing you in the middle of the interview. Right, yeah. yes. <laughs> Tell me more. Now, one thing we didn't know about until really uh, yesterday was this controversy that's been going on about the see-through pants. So you may have seen uh, the twins send out a picture of uh, Byron Buxton, Carlos Correa, and... Royce Lewis. Uh, Royce was in that picture, yep. too. And in the picture... Yeah, you ever wear like uh, khaki pants and uh, like a black shirt, and you tuck that shirt into your pants, and you see it? Yeah. And you're like, "Well, that is that's not good. That's not good. Not good. 
This is what is happening a little bit with the new uniforms. This year, Nike has uh, the uniform deal with Major League Baseball. So Nike is making so they're all new uniforms. It's you know it's typical Nike stuff, right? Like it's very fancy, high tech fabric, blah blah blah. But you can see you the, can see through the pants, yeah, yeah you can see through it's the a bit pants. of a uh, What is going on at, at at Nike? Well, and here's the thing: is did you know, no one try these on? Like, I mean, what is happening? You do have to ask that question because they spent you know, and they'll tell you they've been telling you know all the comms people to tell folks. They spent two years working with players. What do you need? What kind of fit do you like? What kind of fabric do you like? What kind of breathability? What kind of stretchability? You know, all the different things that go into designing a uniform. Yes. They literally spent two years, two years, and apparently at no point did somebody say, hey, I wonder if you can see through these things. The MLB says, you know, they'll, they, they'll improve mobility, 25% more stretch. They'll dry 28% faster. Uh which doesn't do much if you if you can see through them. Yeah, I know. Uh, the players don't love them. That seems fairly, I don't want to say universal, but I mean there's a fairly common, to the point where the players union has gotten involved and is talking with Major League Baseball with not Nike right. trying to figure out what, where there's and a fix Some of this. it is just like change. Newness and Any change, change sure. is going to be yep. annoying. But uh, we've seen them. Kind of hanging. We've yeah. seen the jerseys, the pants. Well, that's another problem. Is that <laughs> the they, pants haven't all arrived? Exactly. Yet. They don't have enough pants, so they're what? going. They have the clubhouse guys are going into the closets and trying to find Just previous year's uniforms th- pants. The whole thing is hilarious. It's a, like, bit, of it's a, hilarious it's a bit of a cluster. It's a bit of a cluster. Yeah. I mean, opening day is what forty or fifty days away. Oh, it's less than fifty for sure. Like, is it that hard to make pants? You wouldn't think. It's. <laughs> I mean, look, my mom is a great uh, sewer. Great seamstress? I feel like okay. I feel like my mom could whip up enough pants by, by opening day. It's just crazy to me. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, you know, there are going to be complaints, and fans will, will get to buy these things. Now, fans don't usually buy the pants, do Not you? Not usually, no. <laughs> And especially not now, because if you don't have enough to give the players, and you're sure not, you're sure as heck not selling them to the fans. So. It's so good. It's so good. Very, very amusing to me. It's 4.30. We are live at Margaritaville Resort in Fort Myers Beach, Florida. Grateful to them for giving us a wonderful platform out here to broadcast live on this uh, gorgeous, sunny Florida day here on CCO. All right, fill in the blanks for us at 651-461-9226. When I'm on vacation blank, I need to eat blank. So I was thinking about this today as I was at lunch. Okay. And on the menu, Florida grouper. It said grouper is the fish. You got to have it in Florida. You got to have grouper. Here, key lime pie seems to be a big deal. But grouper is the fish. Is there a food that you really associate with a vacation spot? 651-461-9226. Dan, I know you are a great culinarian. I I might be the least qualified (laughs) individual to comment on this topic. Do you feel, well, people pressure you. 
when you're on vacation. People well, pressure you gotta, me whether well, I'm on vacation, <laughs> whether I'm home. When it comes to food, you're, I feel nothing but pressure. Your tastes are... Limited. Limited. Yep. Yes. That's the best word I can come up with. I think that's I think that's fine. I do think you miss out on a little bit of a little bit of the flavor of when you go to certain places there are foods where it's like ah this is the food. Like in Minnesota when you bring people to Minnesota uh you know Juicy Lucy is sort of our thing. Juicy Lucy walleye. Yeah, I never pressure it. I I have said before that I'm not a big walleye guy. Sure. Uh I think walleye is fine. To me uh, most walleye that you would get at a restaurant tastes the same as any other kind of no, no, ours is generic, better. mild, no. white You're fish. wrong. Ours is better. It is not better. The, the, <laughs> our walleye is mostly from How dare you. Canada. How dare you. Now, when you get walleye freshly caught from a Minnesota lake, that is a delicious fish. But yeah. that is not normally what you're getting at your local restaurant. Because we don't have commercial. Blast me. I, I just, I don't yeah. even know what okay. to say. It's... How much walleye do you eat, you liar? I eat plenty of walleye. Mm. You've had some fish on this I, trip. I just, I just, fish is one of the things I, I eat, you know, maybe not as regularly as some, but it's, <laughs> it's within, it's within it's the, in uh, the, the it's limited in the circle that I've, of stuff that I will eat. Absolutely. Yes. Are there certain, you know, ways that you insist on having the fish? It's more of a fish and chips scenario. Well, right? fish and chips are just some sort of yeah. battered fried situation, yes. Chapino in San Francisco's Little Italy. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Another texter at 651-461-9226 says, When I'm in Turks and Caicos, I have to have a grouper taco. Just going to Turks and Caicos sounds amazing. I, I just it? in the casual nature, you know, when I swing by Turks and Caicos, <laughs> like you do, as you do, yeah. This texture still thinks about it six years later, so that's a good. Now that's a hell of a taco, right? It would have to be. I mean, yeah. you're, <laughs> that is impressive. You know, there are certain like when I'm in Boston, I have to have a. Uh, a I don't know. What do you have in Boston? I don't know. Oysters? Boston cream pie? I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know what what is the Boston thing. Uh Chowder? Ch- chowder. It's gotta Duncan? be chowder. Duncan. <laughs> Jason, when I am on vacation on a lake, I need to have a beer. That is you know what? Like I had a beer last night while we were at that uh uh uh, what was the name? What was the name Something of that? Something Bills, wasn't it? Yeah, I was having like uh, Gulf Shrimp because you're on the Gulf. It's like yep. local shrimp for sure. Great, uh, and a beer just felt right. Jason, with enough beers consumed, a person could be talked into eating deep fried eel pout at the Walker Eel Pout Festival. I think that's true. When I am on vacation in Maui. And uh, on the road to Hana, I have to have fish tacos. Yeah. The fish taco, controversial taco. Not everybody loves a fish taco. These are good answers here. When I'm on vacation in Hawaii, shave ice. Have you ever had the Hawaiian shaved ice? I have not, no. So they have a, uh, uh, there's a guy with a booth, a guy named Jason, 
has a Hawaiian shaved ice booth at the State Fair, oh. at the Minnesota State Fair. And it is sort of magical. Like, it's got this, like, it, it's not like a snow cone where you're just, it's like just crushed ice. The shaved ice has this, like, fluffy softness to it. It's oh. pretty cool. Okay. When I'm at Harry Potter World, <laughs> Butterbeer. Well, naturally. For yeah. sure. That makes sense. Wisconsin cheese curds. Agreed. Like, when you're in Wisconsin, don't you feel, like, I can have cheese curds anywhere, anytime. Pretty much, yeah. But cheese wi- curds for me, I associate with the State Fair specifically. Mm. That's a staple yeah. for me at the State, state Fair. State Fair. Yeah, yeah. When I'm on vacation on a cruise, I need a pina colada. It is funny. Like, obviously, like, I enjoy, I enjoy a cocktail. In regular life, I would never order a pina colada. But. That would have to be site specific for you? Yeah, like, it feels like a tropical vacation. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. When I'm in Seattle. I have to have salmon, yes, or anything from Pike's Market. Okay. Have you ever been to Seattle? I have not been to Seattle. You would enjoy the market. It's very, uh, it's just so lively. Sure. But the guy's throwing the salmon. Lots of people? Lots of people. You know me. Lots of people, lively, that's that's my That's right in your wheelhouse. Absolutely. When in New York City, you have to have a New York slice. Yep, New York style pizza. New York style pizza is my favorite type of pizza, so absolutely. When uh, when I was last there visiting Seth, Seth had like two uh, pizza places he wanted to go to that he wanted us to pay for. <laughs> of so course, that's how that went for sure. <laughs> when in he Sa- knows what he's doing. When in Savannah, Georgia, Low Country Boil. A, a Low Country, like I've had that in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. A low country boil. Is that like the crawfish and corn and all the things? Yeah, and, and it doesn't. It out on the newspaper. Yes. And, okay. And it doesn't have to be crawfish, but usually that's in there. Uh, it could be shrimp. It could be any number of different, you know, usually some sausage in there, too. Very good. Uh, when I am in Boston, yeah, the chowder is the answer we're getting. Wellfleet clam chowder. Oh gosh, we're a little distracted by the fact. That I just the, I'm completely flummoxed. Dan by the fact. just Dan lost it because the guitarist out here at Margaritaville is singing Baby Shark. <laughs> just launched into Baby Shark out of nowhere. I'm gonna guess it was a request, don't you think? Maybe it was a request. <sighs> but if you have that, I mean, is there, is there somebody, a little kid? Okay, over let's, there? let's. Yeah, look, there's a little okay. kid right at. It's okay. adorable. Okay, so the, but you have that in the holster. Hey, if somebody you, could request it, probably a, maybe he's a dad. Maybe I'm just saying that's pretty good. There's like a little three-year-old kid standing. <laughs> just there's a all of the little you. kids yes. are up. That's man. I'm glad I'm not a parent now. Oof! Like it's a lot of baby shark. Oh, I guess I, <laughs> Charlie correctly points. Out, Charlie, you're right. I am in fact still a parent. <laughs> I tell you, I'm you're, glad a you're not a parent of little. <laughs> You're away for one week, and I, I, I don't even remember those damn kids. Uh, you know. I'm, I don't know. They're Flo- pretty self-sufficient at this point. You're good. Uh, f- when in Florida, stone crabs. Very good. Very good text from everybody on this. Let's take a break. It's 446. We're leading up to Twins baseball. Twins and the Gophers coming up top of the hour. That's right. First pitch right after five. New official radio voice of the Twins. Chris Atterbury with the call right here. Furiously going over notes as we speak. Oh, I'm he's sure. been he researching every gopher starter for sure. Uh, twins, spring training. We're in Florida here on CCO.
Dan, we've talked a lot on this show about uh, mandates, trying to get people back to the workplace. Yes. And certainly a lot of people enjoy the benefits of working from home, but it seems there are other benefits from showing up to the workplace. Oh, really? A survey from Resume Builder, a career site, finds that nearly one-third of workers say they've had a romantic relationship at work oh, since my. returning to the office. Well, there you go. Get back to work. Now, half of those who've experienced workplace romance said their relationship was with a superior. Oops. Well, the other half said they had a relationship with a subordinate. Mm. Is anyone like... You're either trading up or trading down. Yeah, no one's at the same level. Seems like all it's of that sounds, with Carol, but okay. Sounds troubling. I'm sure all those people are single. But you know, maybe maybe we need to stop talking about like the benefits of people, you know, helping downtown and making the community recover. Go back to work, get a little action. A little something something. I don't know. I don't know either. Think about it. Um and I say that as as one of our texters was responding to the vacation food-slash-beverage prompt by saying tropical vacations call for a Trader Vic's Mai Tai. And then they offered to make me one. Well, there you go. And then quickly clarified, I'm not hitting on you. <laughs> My husband and I. <laughs> I I mean, honestly, why 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 give the clarification? I, you know, I mean, I was feeling pretty good for a minute. For a minute there, yeah. For a still minute. get. That's why I come to the workplace there you go. to get hit on by listeners. It's Precisely. fine. It's fine. Uh, we've had so much fun here in Florida with the Twins over at Hammond Stadium. We're going to go over the game in Fort Myers after this show, and such a great time here at Margaritaville. We appreciate their support, Sun Country. Uh, great partner. Uh, helping us get down here as well. So we just want to give a shout-out and thank all of those folks. And uh, definitely, if you're thinking about coming down to Fort Myers, I can tell you that uh, it's happening. So last year, it was much more subdued. And this year, it is back. And so a lot more people, a lot more uh, open businesses to go to. Uh, so good vibes all the way around. A lot more spots spots along the beaches that are accessible to people now, and yeah, you know, a lot of the beach. The beach looked great. It really did. Yeah, I yep. took a nice walk along the beach today, and so very very good. So uh, come on down. Uh, you can add it back in to your travel plans for sure. The Twins have been a blast, and I'm really looking forward to the game against the Gophers uh, tonight. And then spring training is off and running. Vanita will be down here next week with the morning show. Uh, should I make her come on our show? I I, I had mean, to wake. You, you I was on, on her, her show. show. I can't see why you would. This is a good idea. Yep. This is a great idea. This will force it. them to work a little longer instead of being done at ten. Uh, enjoy the Twins broadcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you at this time next week. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.